0: All right.
1: What <laughs> the <laughs> hell was that? I don't know. He's ah! very excited. It sounded like a crow. Look at me! Welcome to the pod!
2: What's up, everybody? This is the Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear.
1: Hello. First again,
2: Producer Josh. Good morning, good afternoon. And Ryan from Miami. The great Vince
3: Lombardi once said, football is like life. It requires perseverance, self-denial, hard work, sacrifice, dedication, and respect for authority. I am not respecting authority today, Vince. I will tell you that much.
2: Let's just go ahead and jump right in. So, hey Ryan, Ryan,
3: how you feel? <laughs> like I want to disrespect them, some authority today. That's how I feel. We're That's not gonna, feel, gonna take it. All
2: right, <laughs> no. <sighs> they, they were taking it already. They? They, they took it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what's going on with uh, your
3: Miami Dolphins? I think we realize it's not a two-a problem, right? It's it's. Uh, It's a Flores, Brissett, two offensive coordinators. I couldn't tell you who either of their names are. One of them is George Godsey, former UCF quarterback, but still. It's an entire fundamental offensive philosophy that is holding back this entire football team. I want everybody fired. I want this organization disbanded. I want to start from the ground. I want to disband the franchise and then be an expansion <laughs> franchise and start what? over again. You want to blow That's it what up. I want. You want to blow it up. I want it. I want it torn to the ground. I want it. I want everything redone. <laughs> I want to read. I want to redraft everybody. Start from scratch.
1: Really? You're you the want most. To keep anybody?
0: You're the most interesting sports fan I've ever met in my entire life because you are the same guy that like five weeks ago is like dolphins winning our division. We have all the pieces. We have the right coach, coach of the year stuff to, uh, and then within like four games, you are ready to move the franchise to St. Pete and call them the, the <laughs> wharfs. I don't know what
3: you're trying to do. By the way, we're second in the division. <laughs> Great. At one and three, second in the division. Tied with the New York Jets. And yes. the Patriots. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But no, I, it is the offensive inefficiencies are awful. And quite frankly, I honestly think they are below the Bears in terms of embarrassing offenses well, in the national football.
2: It's, it's funny that you say that because Matt Nagy gives up play calling duties and, and the happened. Bears looked fantastic.
1: What have I been saying for years? <laughs> At least the last two. What sucks is that you know he's purposely been holding the team down for how long? Knowing how bad he sucks at play calling?
2: What's well, weird, there are tight ends everywhere. You actually used your tight ends to block.
1: All <laughs> <Yeah. Tight ends laughs> <to laughs> the 19 tight ends, tight ends you Absolutely. had, it was great. But again, thank God he gave up the, bill, uh, the play calling to Bill because we needed it. And look, he's been holding the team down for years. Still does not qualify him as a freaking coach, so get the...
3: I can't curse. Can I I ask something though? It did come against the Detroit Lions. Like, are we taking so much stock in that, that they scored 24 points against the Detroit Lions? I would
2: also like to point out that these are all professional football teams full of professional players that don't want to be just blanked every time they go out onto the football field. Case in point, look at the Jets beating the Titans. That was a great game. And the the Giants
1: winning. Like, Things happen.
0: Yeah. Also, I'm not sure the Lions are bad.
1: I don't think they're they Jared Goff was never a horrible quarterback. He got all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: Like they they were competitive with the Rams. They they this game was good. I mean it just I think they're better than we give them credit for.
1: Is it just they did, we're
2: did take a sixty-six yard field goal to beat them two weeks ago? Is it just because everybody's been hyping Matt Stafford and he's out of there, and so everybody's like boo?
0: And Stafford looks or looked, <laughs> looked yeah, he did looked, until this week. Until yeah. this week, but he looked like a front runner for MVP. We might talk about that later, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't. Who would be the worst team in the NFL right now? Because the Jets just won
1: the Jaguars.
0: It's the Jaguars.
3: Who's the Is second Jaguars or Jaguars?
2: Oh. All, right. all right is it jaguar uh, <laughs> it's jaguars it's the yeah. fighting urban myers who haven't put up much of a fight <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna say they're not putting up much of a fight so, who, so who's the
0: second worst team then
2: man um I
0: would probably, probably the
3: texans
2: be. oh yeah it they i got just beat <laughs> they got shut up 40 to nothing it just got beat 40 to nothing and it was really fast too like i looked up and it was like oh it's only 18 to nothing like that's not oh no that's oh, uh, oh, oh it's over how about this though? A couple of
3: interesting things: away teams won nine of Sunday's fourteen games, so away teams are now thirty-three and twenty-nine on the season. And for the fifth time in NFL history, at least one game has gone to overtime in each of the first four weeks. I feel like we have a lot of parity across the the National
2: Football League this year. And then we've got some teams that are fantastic. Case in point:
1: there's a lot of good teams this year. I think they're everyone's putting up a good fight.
2: How about the I feel Cowboys? like there's like. There's like three really good teams this year. How about like, them Cowboys, baby?
0: And the Cowboys are one of them. How about those Cowboys? I'm Trayvon Diggs, man. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say something ridiculous. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to be a two seed in the NFC by the Ooh. time of the end of the season. Two seed. Really? Wow. Yes, Again,
1: with digs on defense here.
0: <laughs> not just that. That, that offense off? is terrible. Like, we kind of have to go to the Chiefs-Cowboys uh, game because I feel like it's going to be like 55 to
2: 53. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. I hope it's not quite that bad for our defenses, but I, it's going to be interesting, man. That's, that's definitely going to be... Like a really big test for us. Now we'll see if we can get there and continue to stay healthy and continue to keep playing the way that I say they, we, whatever. That the Cowboys have played, they have looked fantastic. Dak looks great. He's averaging one sixteen point nine quarterback rating. And you guys That's really good
0: destroyed with and CeeDee Lamb had like not a good game. And there oh, still, he was locked down. Like yeah.
2: he he did not have a good game at all. And
3: and this this was the best defense in the NFL. Carolina was the number one defense in the NFL that you all torched yesterday.
2: They look good. I'm very, very happy. You have I'm a lot happy. of ways
0: you can beat people, and that that's what's terrifying. You have two two explosive backs, you have a whole bunch of receivers, you got a good tight end. Like you have Yeah. Just I'm, whatever you want to do, whatever matchup you want.
1: <laughs> I'm happy to see them be that good after the injury that Dak had, regardless. It's there was no like little like Let's ease our way into it was no we're going we're going hard, and we're going now <laughs> well the, the
2: one now, thing that I do have a problem with was i I understand it's a game longer. I understand you don't want anybody getting hurt. You cannot pull Diggs out in the fourth quarter like they did unless he was hurt, and they just didn't want to say it that you you can't do that you can't play guys for three quarters because again, they can sneak up and come back. Everybody was trying to slap me on the back and congratulate during the fourth quarter. I was like, this game's not over. Mm-hmm. Was it DJ Moore caught yeah, that touchdown late? Like, and I was like, uh-oh. See? And then they, they ran the clock and just gashed him repeatedly with Pollard and Zeke.
1: Whose choice do you think it you- was McCarthy's?
2: <laughs> we can't lay anything else at his feet. <laughs> He's already had the timeout issues two weeks in a row. Let's just give him a minute.
3: Josh, you had a bold prediction that the the Cowboys are going to be second uh, the second seed in the NFC. I've got a bold prediction. The Dolphins will trade for Aaron Rodgers before the season's over with.
1: No. <laughs> no way. They don't have anything to give him.
3: It's yeah, a what, bold... Yeah, what do you... Don't have anything to give him. They have three first-round picks, three future first-round picks, and two up.
1: No they one wants two of
3: <laughs> Literally,
0: no one wants that. Just saying. Watch out for it.
1: They already have their backup quarterback. They don't need two.
0: Do you remember my prediction that not only would the Dolphins not make the playoffs, but they would also be third in the division. Do you remember that preseason?
3: Oof. They're second they're second in the division right now.
2: They are tied for last
3: in the division.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah and by I the love way, that
2: you're saying that. But he's very politely second. phrasing that the way he wants to. <laughs> they're they're tied for second. Um
3: Josh, congratulations on uh, on a bounce back effort from the Chiefs yesterday. They look determined to shut the whole entire league up.
2: I got I gotta ask you a question though. I still oh it do not see what I saw the last two seasons. Oh, I don't
0: trust it yet. We can we can do it. We are capable of but, dropping forty on anyone. We are I mean, capable y'all started of
2: started off really slow.
0: We did. Um two seasons ago, Patrick would always start fast and then we would slow down. Now we're starting slow and speeding up, which I don't I don't like that side of it. I like playing from ahead. But I don't know. We will see. I mean, Clyde looked better this week. I still don't trust him. I still don't really like him on the team. I like
1: who would you have instead of him if you could
0: point at literally any other replacement running back. We have done fine with D'Angelo Williams and Damian Williams and all the Williams like all the Williams. We can we have we have consistently since I've been a Chiefs fan had a decent running back. We had Priest Holmes. We had Larry Johnson. We had Jamal Charles like we've had Charkandrick Webber. We'd oh,
3: made,
0: okay. Maybe not then, but there was a couple, not there's a guy couple guy in that category. He
2: is not in there. There was a couple in those there those that starts.
0: were eh, not so much, but
2: um, there was a moment where everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing.
0: Chuck and Oh yeah. He yeah. went in, he went high in everyone's fantasy and then oh, everyone yeah. just kind
2: of went and then what? late. What? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So I don't, you know, I, I, I'm encouraged. We needed that win. We weren't going to lose three
2: in a row. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I'm. <laughs> this would be a much different Josh sitting across from me. I, I yeah. <laughs> you would have been very unhappy. <laughs> I would have been closer to Ryan's temperament than my own at that point. Okay, I got to admit something. Since we haven't really done a uh, fantasy update recently, uh, I have now lost three in a row <laughs> after winning week one. Um, and I did say I will gladly lose for the rest of the season as long as the Cowboys win. I will if I could possibly trade that, I would definitely do it. Um, that being said, <laughs> I, um, wasn't sure how much we were going to throw the ball against the Panthers. And so I swapped Dak out. I saw that. And if I would left him in, I would have won.
0: <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that's, Mist- karma. He's that's, my car- that's karma. friend's karma. Mistakes were made on my part. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. Did you did, did you
3: text him and be like, hey, man, I sat you in fantasy this week? I did not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did not tell him that. I told him congrats on a big win. And uh, we actually got Jimmy Allen to admit that they look really good, and he's an Eagles fan, so that's a lot. There,
0: there you go. go. That must have hurt yesterday.
2: Last
3: Oof. night, Buccaneers-Patriots turned into a pretty good, tight game. They're close on Sunday Night Football. Thoughts, friends, on what was maybe the best regular season, most anticipated regular season game in decades?
2: It, well, okay, first of all, I didn't feel that way. But I think they said the cheapest seat at Gillette Stadium was like four grand oh, I believe for that, that game. I believe they said that. everybody wanted to go see Brady one more time in that stadium. Um I I really liked the game. Like you said, it was close. I thought Mac played really well. Um you know, I think right there at the end they have a shot to win it. And just like he always seems to do, somehow, Brady Got him that first down on a run. Used those old man wheels. And uh, <laughs> that kind of kept them from from getting up another score on them. Uh, and then obviously you have the missed field goal at the end. It's in the rain. It's a long field goal. Everybody was blaming the kicker for that. I'm like, it's,
0: that's a tough.
2: Yeah. And Nick Folk had made 36 straight prior to that. So, I mean, yeah. he, he's pretty good. We can, he's pretty good. We can give the guy a break. Um, but I thought it was a great game. It's very interesting. How about the one second
3: embrace between Brady and Belichick, like Dude. on the field, like like that was the quickest hug I I might have ever seen in, in history. What did yeah. you want them to do? Open Will mouth they, kiss? Like, yeah. <laughs> you
2: <laughs> they know, also, there's animosity
1: he, there coming Bra- from Belichick.
2: But here's the thing: they also, um, after the game, met and talked for 20 minutes back where it was just them, yeah. not around anybody else. Yeah.
3: To be fair, Brady does open mouth kiss his kids, so I, I would expect that <laughs> oh, to happen. Belichick. Wow. Tom
0: versus time. Oh no! Oh no! Wow.
3: Um, Fantasy update, I would just like to
0: put out some good juju in the world. I am currently getting my ass kicked by John Stone. (laughs) Who has never played
2: before. Who has never played and is just on a historic run. I may have helped him set his lineup this week. You mother...
3: (laughs) Why would you do that?
2: Because I think it's hilarious that he is winning the league. (laughs) So I
0: only need a combined 80 points
2: out of... Hold on.
0: This could happen. It's not it's not impossible. Who <laughs> you have left. Justin Herbert, Mike Williams. I just need them to throw like four touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> just only straight, to Mike Williams. Only to Mike Williams. And then Darren Waller for tonight's
2: game. <laughs> to 80 points.
0: 80, 80 combined points between, that's, you know,
1: 27 a person.
2: I'm going to have so much fun watching this game and live texting you. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I currently lost to Stacy, who hasn't won a single game. So, well,
2: nope, there
3: you go. And then Ryan,
0: did you did you win this week?
3: I got my ass handed to me by our good friend Nick Pate, who is crushing <laughs> me in fantasy. What is going on? It's guys. all on my
2: shoulders. Here we go. <laughs> oh my
3: god! By the way, I, I, John Stone is going to be 4-0, and his percentage of making the playoffs right now is ninety one percent. That's going to jump to a hundred after beating you this week, Josh. We don't know he's going to beat me this week. We
0: may have a this yeah, could be the okay. the Herbert coming out party where he throws for seven touchdowns, I believe.
2: Right. So I uh, <laughs> NBA update, what do we got? NBA
0: preseason <laughs> starts tonight. I restarted my NBA league pass, which means no one will ever see me from the hours of six PM on for the rest of the year. Um, I am excited. Uh, to recap, last year I predicted the Phoenix Suns were going to have a big year, and holy they crap, they had a big year. They were two wins away from winning the championship. So
2: who's your like worst-to-first pick this year?
0: I don't know that there's a worst-to-first. I think that the Charlotte Hornets are going to make a big jump into the playoffs really? this year. I think the sleeper one in the East is the Boston Celtics. You moved on. Whoa. You've moved on from Brad Stevens as coach. They, re, they got um, Al Horford back. They've got a healthy Jason Tatum, a healthy Jalen Brown. I don't uh, know, man. I always tend to like teams that get the new coach and then a new shot of life on what they're trying to do. And I feel like the Boston Celtics, while they may not be the Bucks or the Nets or the Sixers. I think they will be <laughs> at least better than Ryan's Miami
3: heat.
2: Do you have any comment on that? I
3: think the heat are going to be a top four seed in the Eastern conference this year, led by Kyle Lowry coming over to your Miami heat. <laughs> it's going to form a new big three. Kyle Lowry.
2: Here's my, here's my
3: three. South, <laughs> not
0: Southern not accent, south, buddy. Not
3: South Park. South Beach. A <laughs> little, little shout out to, uh, to Kyle Lowry. Uh, my top three storylines that I'm interested to see this year. One, I obviously want to see how everything is handled with the Nets and Kyrie Irving and whether or not he's going to play home games in Brooklyn and how that whole situation sorts itself out. Number two, what happens with Ben Simmons? Like, is Ben Simmons going to get traded? Does he sit out the year? Does he end up on a contender? Like, that is something that I really, really am intrigued on seeing, like, where he ends up and how that impacts the 76ers this year. And then number three, I... I'm kind of intrigued to see like some of these surprise teams that could make a run this year. Maybe again, like the Phoenix Suns or the Sacramento Kings could could be better this year. Like there's there's teams that that could make
0: some noise. He is throwing do, darts
2: everywhere right now. Sacramento do, do, Kings. Do you do know the, Golden... the last
0: the last time the Sacramento Kings made the playoffs? Do you remember what year that was?
3: <laughs> was it Mike Bibby on the team that year? He was no. on the team. Oh, God. <laughs> It's a long time. Chris Weber was time. still
0: in the league, not an analyst. Hey, can <laughs> I, The West
2: is weaker. Can I say this? And it alludes to your number two point that you made there. Um, even though your number three was really like four points. Um, ben Simmons, do not fall for this. Every year, he's like, I fixed my jumper in the offseason. It shows him at like a gym or locally a lifetime somewhere fitness in new york and right and there's guys running at about you know half the speed of smell towards him while he's taking a really long time to set up his jump shot I- i'm not knocking the guy i still think he's fantastic i think he's explosive and a great player i'm not going to believe that he fixed his jump shot until we see it in a game in real games it's- over a stretch
0: I'm, ge- I'm going to go the
2: opposite way. I mean, I don't think he has a jumper, period. I think that
0: that's just that ship has sailed. So, why not go, and I texted this to the group, why not go to a team where it does not matter if you have a jumper or not because you are surrounded by two of the greatest shooters of all time in Golden State to where you just need to play defense and move the ball. That's it. Imagine those What do I line- have
2: to give up, though?
0: I think you give up. Uh, Wiseman, Wiggins, some picks, Kaminga. It's in- it's,
2: interesting. The, it's six, interesting. the
0: Sixers get some cheap contracts with some rotation guys, so they can take some some pressure off. It doesn't solve their point guard situation, but I, you know, if you're Ben Simmons, that's sort of the only place that it makes sense for you to have a team. You don't have to shoot. In fact, we would encourage you not to shoot <laughs> because
2: <laughs> please pass. Yeah, we
0: have two of the greatest shooters of all time. At any point around you. Hmm.
3: really excited to see the Houston
0: Rockets play this year, too. Yeah?
3: <laughs> you have any <laughs> reason for that? Or?
0: Yeah, just because you had a good time at a wedding.
3: That's why.
2: <laughs> like, maybe we go in that's person. That's true. That's true. Um, maybe we do go in person. That'd be kind of fun. Um, Major League Baseball, crazy last night. Because if the Dodgers win and the Giants lose... They're in the play-in wild card against the really hot Cardinals, and instead it's the other way around. Yeah, correct. And then
3: the- I'm I'm disappointed. I was hoping that the Blue Jays and the Mariners would get in. I wanted to see Seattle snap that playoff. Yankees, job. Yankees, Red Sox that are that are in. And how insane is it that the AL East is the first division with four ninety-one teams since 1994, since they split in, uh, the league into three divisions, and then. <laughs> incredible that the Giants and Dodgers have won at least 105 games in the same division, and that has never happened before. Like, this was a bonkers
2: MLB oh, and by the way, if we go back to the beginning of the season, it was supposed to be the Padres.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I currently have the Yankees winning it all, so.
2: Mm.
3: Whoa. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Yeah. Whoa. What? Okay. Uh, I made please, that, Bear, I made, you have the floor?
1: No, I – So, obviously, when we traded one of my favorite players to the Yankees, and he started going off. I was like, oh, man, I really like him as a player. So I was like, all right, go Yankees. I have a friend who's a Yankees fan. That basically was it. I was going through it. I made this bet like a month ago. I was like, mm, I'm going to go in and place a bet on who's going to win the World Probably Series. got pretty good odds. <laughs> and uh, it, well, I chose the Yankees because they actually look good this year. So I was like, go for it. And all they, right. And thanks for having me. Here's your playoff
3: time. teams. In the American League, it's the Rays, Astros, White Sox, Red Sox, and Yankees. Those are your two wildcard teams. They'll play a one game to face. Um, I think it's they would face Tampa Bay in the following round. Uh, National League, Giants, Brewers, Braves, and then one game playoff between the Dodgers and the Cardinals. It's
2: just crazy that the Dodgers are going to have to play a one game playoff game after winning that many games.
3: That's, uh,
0: that is crazy. And
2: they're going to run crazy. into the buzzsaw that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, is St. Louis.
3: Yep. Who's your favorite who's uh any, anybody here who's got your playoff favorite to win now that we start
2: I mean I said Dodgers early on in the season. I know they have a a tough path. It's the same thing as, you know, the path that the Yankees have, but I I don't know. There's just something about the Dodgers. I think they're going I think they're going to do it.
1: On that side I do Brewers.
2: They do have the best pitching staff
3: probably of probably. anybody in the National League that's left. <laughs> I like the Rays and the Giants. I like the two best teams in each American League and National League to uh, to <laughs> make it to the, the World Series. I <laughs> uh, no uh, T- Tampa Bay surprisingly without literally its ace all year long. They Here, have the we best, need a
2: Tampa Bay button. I saw you looking at Sounders like, like there's just got to be one. Florida man. It's got to be like Florida, Florida, Florida man. Florida, 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 man. Florida. Florida man. Time
0: for some spoilers. Ryan's, Ryan's, a, it to homer, World <laughs> Ryan's <laughs> a homer, everyone.
3: Ryan's a homer not a spoiler uh rays and giants i think in the world series it's going to be fun two money ball analytic driven teams that are going to make it
2: uh, all the way to the the fall classic all right um college before we move on no we can move on
1: we can move on from college
2: y'all don't want to talk about ucf in florida y'all don't want (laughs) to no we're good
1: i don't think we do no i don't we don't want to I, y'all Listen saw here. how I felt on Saturday. <laughs> very much so. Please go check out the video. At least You didn't put the end of the video <laughs> on there either. I had no idea that I was being recorded. And the face at the end really says it all. Y'all didn't get to see that part. but uh,
3: I very much enjoy <laughs> <my> job, <laughs> oh, no. the bear reactions. No.
1: They're so good. Stop it. If I hear cats, cats, cats one more time, I'm going to throw a shoe.
2: It, de- it didn't help that there was a lot of Kentucky fans.
1: There was. I got. I went. I left one bar because of the Kentucky fans to go to another one, and there was more Kentucky fans at that bar. They like followed me. Hey Bear, me.
3: what were you doing, Bear, in 1986? Because that's the last time Florida lost to Kentucky at Kentucky.
1: I wasn't born.
3: <laughs> You're evil. Oh. I mean, you could you could laugh at me for losing to an zero three winless Navy team that was the worst scoring offense in college football, and then beat UCF by scoring seventeen unanswered in the fourth quarter. At Fire least- everybody!
1: At least Kentucky was four and zero. Like it's not like they were a team.
2: Well, <laughs> let's go to music. Music. Uh, press release just went out today me and mitchell will be doing at the end of our on kelly clarkson tomorrow
3: hey hey,
2: hey. very excited about that hey very excited it is a little little odd now because you know you don't get to go to any of the studios right so it's it's a little different but do you think they're going to
1: stick to that or
2: I, for the near future they will yeah
1: if everything, if everything goes back to normal, do you think they'll start having people come back to the studio or are they going mean, to get too used we're to this? We're nowhere close
2: to that because like, I mean, there's, there's been shows canceled all over the place due to numbers.
0: I think that, you know, part of the, the infrastructure shift has been people have figured out how to do a lot more stuff remote. So why would they pay for travel to have you come into it at that point?
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe.
0: I think that's sort of the the it's like it's like in recording right now everyone has a home studio so the days of the big tracking are less it still happens I still love but it but not as much but not as much now you get someone that just sends you stuff cuz it's more efficient and they do it on their schedule not yours and I think that that's sort of going to be a model for a lot of media moving forward
1: hmm. I mean that's what that's what I pictured and that's why a lot of things I feel like are going to stay the same even if one day everything goes back to normal
2: Soon, we hope. (laughs) Soon. Soon we do. Um, But yeah, very, very excited about that. Again, if you have not gone and listened to At the End of a Bar, listen, purchase, stream, go check all that out. Check out the album Famous Friends, Josh.
0: Go ahead and listen through all of the songs all the way to the very end. The last (laughs) song is exceptionally uh,
2: exceptional. So... (laughs) I'm not even going to say anything moving forward that you wrote it. I'm just going to let <laughs> no, you do just, that. I'll just keep At doing the that. The end of everything. You that's going to be the post. Me up.
0: I,
3: I'll knock them out. It's fine. <laughs> it is exceptionally exceptional. I do. I do agree with your take on that.
2: And I am going to go do a, a little charity show for our uh, buddy David Tolliver tonight. Play a couple songs. DT, what's good? Yeah, man. Um, also. Should I should I go with what you sent me for what am I listening to? I kind of want to kick it off. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent! In fact, just go ahead and tell everyone what my pick is for this week, Josh. Since you're not going to use it, and I, I feel like people need to hear this.
0: <laughs> I got ridiculously excited because one of the best bands I've ever seen live ever. Limp, Limp Biscuit. W- like not exaggerating. That's not hyperbole. That's not me being sensational. They were. How incredible. long ago was that, Josh? This was 2001 Summer Sanitarium. 20, 20 years ago. <laughs>
3: okay. wow. So well, in 20 th- years, you have not you you might not have seen many more bands better than Limp Bizkit live. That's interesting. I mean, yeah.
1: Shows were also different back <laughs> then.
3: It was it
0: was pretty incredible. I had I had never seen. I mean, it's also like a sweet spot of like no
2: one was watching the show through their phone.
0: Yeah, and like. How big Limp Biscuit was at that point. Like significant other, I think, was nineteen ninety-nine, right? Because Woodstock ninety nines were just coming off of like two years of Nookie, break stuff, etc. You're not wrong. So it was just it was like it was a sweet spot. And they opened for Metallica. It was just a really good night for rock music in general. But anyway. Tell them about the song. There is a new song called Dad Vibes by Limp Biscuit.
2: It's fantastic. That's really good. And I sent it to Chris and I was like they're back and then, you and then you have another song for this week. And I'm like, well, it has to be said, so I'm just going to make it mine. So
0: if you want, if you have something else you're listening to, we can, no, we can make no. five. It's okay.
2: No, go ahead. I want to know what it is now because now I'm intrigued. <clears throat> um, so mine,
0: now that I've spoke for Chris, um, <laughs> mine, I have been waiting 10 years for this song to come out. Um, it's friend of friend of the podcast, Logan Mize. We've talked about it before, how I used to play bass for Logan a million years ago. Logan wrote this concept record that just came out on Friday called Welcome to Prairieville, in which him and his buddy Blake Chaffin wrote for 10 years, creating all these different characters, all these different stories, and the fictional town of Prairieville. And the the title song, Welcome to Prairieville, was one of my favorite songs that he has ever written, and it finally came out.
2: Man. So I, I wanna know that.
0: I wanted to give a little a little love
2: to it. I might have a good listen to this whole record now. I feel bad because I love Logan Myers. I just I didn't know that was out.
0: It's really cool. Like there is there's threat like the same characters show up in different songs and some of the the places in Prairieville show up and you just kinda there's a there's a thread between the whole thing that's really cool.
2: So that's Public. my choice. Hmm. Bear, what you got?
1: Um Okay, I'm, I'm going to go sad this week. It's called Walk Through Hell by Anson Zebra. It basically saying he would have walked through hell for you, but you walked through Where do
0: you find these songs? I don't, I don't I've know. never heard of like 80% of the music you listen so to. So when
1: you pick one song on Apple Music, it'll play random songs after that, and that's how I keep finding these things. It's because it, it just creates its own playlist based on one song, and it's all these people I've never even heard of, and I end up Loving their music, so gotcha. It's like, it, it, it a, a good variety. It's not just your general popular music now. It just brings you through a bunch of random people.
0: It's like when you look up a '90s country song on YouTube, and then it just gives you all. of yes, the Yes, that's ones basically next what up.
1: it is. That's what Apple started doing not too long ago. Is when you, it's not, it doesn't stop after you play one song. It'll just start playing a whole playlist of random stuff.
2: Which, by the way, if you ever just want to kill time and laugh really hard at how bad music videos used to be, go back. And I and I watched them growing up, but I guess just because I was a kid, I did not realize some of that stuff in the early 90s is fantastically bad. Like, in, in the best way. Like, it's the best kind of cheese. They really are phenomenal. Especially country videos.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, I mean. They were going for high concepts that were just like, uh, all right, this is happening.
2: Go ahead, Rye. what you get? You got to follow that now. Speaking of hell, our Bryles. Uh, no, ah. uh, actually
3: speaking of hell, my song this week is dedicated to my father who turned 70 years old yesterday. The old man, one of his favorite songs from the Rolling Stones, sympathy for the devil. I was we had really it on wondering where that car. was
2: going. You're like my father. This is one for him. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs>
3: One of his favorite songs, we were blasting that on loud yesterday in the car, so Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones, my song this week. Blasting that on loud. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like not very
0: loud.
2: Yeah. Blasting it on monotone. Just loud. (laughs) All right. Love it. Let's go to movies. (laughs) Movies. All right. So the movie this week was Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, 2021 PG 13 action sci-fi. I don't know that I would call it that. Is it cause technically it's an alien? Maybe, um, hour and 30 minutes. And <laughs> this was really weird. Normally it pulls. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I was like scrolling. Sc- it's like showing me show times instead of actually the information I'm looking for. So 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm not surprised by. I, this is not a Rotten Tomatoes kind of movie. Um, of Google users like this movie, which I find to be a little bit low because everybody that I've talked to loved this movie. My sister, like everybody that I know that's gone and seen it, loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Eddie Brock is still struggling to coexist with the shape-shifting extraterrestrial Venom when deranged serial killer Cletus Cassidy also becomes host to an alien symbiote. Brock and Venom must put aside their differences to stop his reign of terror. And budget of one hundred and ten million. I think it's already made that back, hasn't it? I think so. It's, yeah, it's been it made it
3: made ninety point one uh at the box office this weekend. Ninety million this weekend, which was the the biggest for any movie post pandemic.
2: Love that because that's like the second or third time we've said that now, and it's nice. Um, very interesting because like when I was growing up, I'm about to nerd out for a second here. Um, there was like they would take comic books and instead of just where you had to go find all of the single issues every now and then they would put them all together in one big comic book. And like the death of Superman was one that I had that was really infamous. Yep. Um, and I believe it was maximum carnage maximum was the story carnage. arc. I and have, I, I, have those. I loved that story arc and Spider-Man. So it was very interesting watching and knowing like what they've done in the comics versus what they have done with this film. Um, I thought they made a couple design choices that were really cool. Uh, I like the fact that Cassidy and Carnage, um, it's not like Eddie, where he's putting on a suit. Whenever he would morph on screen, it was like it was a part of him, and it's because they're so intrinsically bonded through other things. Um, and that, that actually, if you really nerd out and you start going into the comics, that's actually true. Like, there's been cases where they've tried to rip them apart and they can't. Uh, obviously, they, they took that in a little bit of a different direction with this movie. I thought it was weird that... Uh... Time for some spoilers. If you don't want me to ruin this, just fast forward about five minutes. Um, I thought it was weird that they, they killed her off. Yeah. Yeah. is Did that not seem weird to you? That was bizarre to me. It's very strange. And I loved. I'm so excited about the end scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. So, so did excited. everyone go see
1: it?
2: Right. Did you see it? That's no. I have an excuse because it was. Wait, did you two see it? I saw it. I saw it last night. I did not go see it with him last night, (laughs) but I saw it. (laughs) So it. Alright, do you want to tune out? What did you did you see it?
1: Yeah, I saw it pre screening. Got it.
2: So the end credits. Let's (laughs) just talk about the end credits, and then I'll go around and see. Like, did you like the movie? Did you like it? I did not like the movie. Really.
0: I think I'm sort you don't of that. like a
3: romance with your sci-fi. Well, I mean the,
0: I'm that, King Marvel
2: over here Yeah. I just,
0: um, I will like Eddie Brock and Venom
2: in the Spider-Man in universe. In the
0: Spider-Man universe, I do not think that it is a strong enough character to have his own movie let alone twice.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yes. Man.
1: Not, I will no. love him.
0: I will love him as a secondary piece. Love but I do
2: not love he
1: him. He is great as his own character. I
2: I think, so that's why you were making the face when I said everybody that I know has seen this like that. Correct. Um, and again, it, we already said spoilers, but at the end they reveal that that will be a shared universe and Venom will be.
0: Yeah, they, they do it. They do a, a like a, a multiverse blank and then all of a sudden he's looking at the TV and it's J. Jonah Jameson revealing Spider-Man's true identity, which happened at the end of far from home. Right. And so now we are starting to see the crossover between Sony and Marvel and
2: which is great. Thank you so much for working together, guys. We really, (laughs) we really needed it.
0: Yeah. Which is also just a crazy story because Marvel offered Sony all of their characters for $25 million. And they said, no, thanks. We'll just take Spider-Man. And now it's, you know, a trillion dollar franchise that they could have had for 25 bucks, 25 million, 25 bucks. (laughs) Um, So I'm with you. I was a big comic book nerd. I have the Maximum Carnage series. I have them in foil edition comic books in my storage unit, uh, all bagged up and never read. I am that level of nerd. I, I liked Woody Harrelson in this role. I think that this is a really cool era for him in movies and just taking character actor stuff and kind of.
1: Funny because during the pre-screen uh, pre-screening, two people said they hated Woody Harrelson in this role. They said they he didn't nail it.
0: That's so bizarre. I liked that it was almost comical, like way less than like a. Um, Killian Murphy as Scarecrow like that would have been too serious of like a dark character I and f- I liked that he had like this manic
2: part to him. I feel like he took a little bit of his Zombie Lane character yeah, to this. Yeah, a little bit.
0: A little bit in a way that I liked. Um I just didn't uh, it didn't do it for you. It didn't do it for me. Did it,
1: you when did you watch the first one?
2: Uh 2 days ago.
1: How did you feel about the first one?
2: Didn't do it for me either.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. By the way, I'm so I'm,
2: I'm looking something up right now. Uh, because I, I was interested to see um, on CBR.com Andy Circus did weigh in and said well maybe Shriek is not dead oh he goes you know death's never final in comic books so I they're leaving the door open for possibly bringing her back at some point well, maybe alongside Carnage I don't know
1: gave another hint to something else
2: I mean, we're already spoiling, spoiling it. You, you don't have to be coy.
1: The light in the guy's eyes after he—that's—is yeah. does he become Shrike?
2: Like, mm. Mm. maybe that's what he's alluding to. Death oh, is never final, I, or
0: the multiverse. Like she pops in because, as we know, Time for some both. Like, all of the people that have played Spider-Man are showing up in the next Spider-Man movie. So, there there are going to be concurrent versions of... Even though Garfield still won't admit it. He won't admit it. Meanwhile, <laughs> what's his name? Toby. Toby is just out there, like, taking photos. And people's like, oh, yeah, I'm in the new one. Yeah, norm. he's like, I'm
2: in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> Andrew Garfield's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, okay, buddy. We we know. It's okay.
2: Um, we, We're in on the joke. We, yeah. get, we, we got it.
0: So, I think that there will be a version potentially, that overlaps.
1: You can do whatever you want.
3: I read this one sentence of uh, a New York Times uh, review of Venom, let there be carnage. And you guys tell me if this is accurate or not. Starring Tom Hardy, this superhero sequel turned into a slapstick bloodbath about two threesomes, both in desperate need of thruples therapy.
0: That is a weird way to say that. <laughs> that is yeah, I hate that.
2: <laughs> that's I mean, they were basically a
1: fighting couple it the entire f- time.
2: <laughs> it felt odd reading it so I wanted your all's take on. It. I don't like it. I don't I don't yeah, that's somebody just trying to be very cheeky with their headline. Um I don't know. I liked it. I'm I, excited.
1: I just love Venom's character alone, his smart-assness, his
2: Tom Hardy's finally not wearing a mask. His, you can see his face. His, yeah, his
1: humor, <laughs> everything. I just I love everything about it. I love Venom himself.
2: Did you get my joke there? I was looking something is, up. I said Tom Hardy isn't, fi- isn't wearing a mask finally, nice. but he is yes, sort of. But he is,
0: yes, absolutely.
2: Oh, I I liked it. I think you need to watch it, Ray. It's really good.
1: They had to be specific making it a PG-13 movie, too. So trying to right. converse the, the different uh, companies and directors and stuff, so. That? They they used. <laughs> I got I got say, really say excited. That one more time. I got I just got really excited because in PG thirteen movies you can only say the f word once, and they used it at the most appropriate time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was I, I that will say
1: that was, yeah. that was <laughs> that was. They picked the right moment. They they knew the assignment of the, that word in that movie, and they did it appropriately.
2: You've been watching that TikTok trend with the understood the assignment mm-hmm. too much.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I yeah. Said that that saying's kind of just like popped up over the last few months but
2: all right this week do we want to go another new in theater movie maybe
0: what is it i when it's october i get nervous because then youtube start going (laughs) like let's see bloodbath of death
2: (laughs) seven and i'm like i'm out (laughs) i am uh i'm running a theater for James Bond. Oh, no time yeah. to die. Yes. Baby. So let's go see
0: that. 100%. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize the girl from Knives Out is in it. So now I'm, yeah. now I'm fully in. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: let is that, that read into that, that
3: however you want to. Is that going to blow um, Let There Be Carnage Out of the Water in terms of opening box office? Oh, think so. Yes.
0: No
2: question. Oh, yes.
1: James Bond is a broader like audience.
2: And it's the final film for him playing the title role. I mean, yeah. Daniel Craig, right? This is the yes. final film for him. It's James okay. Bond. I, unless something's changed. As far as we know, because he's already weighed in on like, like, I mean, even in the the trailers and stuff, it's like the final, (laughs) the The
3: final one. He's like, just kidding. Coming back one more. It's like, just, just for comparison's sake, it's already debuted in the UK and it was a smashing success in the UK.
1: I mean, I don't doubt that. (laughs) Yeah, come on, buddy. (laughs) Just, just give you,
2: yeah, yeah. Just do with it what you will. You got any uh, numbers to back that up? I know you do. All right. It was in Euros, and I can't do that uh, <laughs>
1: crossover in my head, so
3: that I'm not good at math. Okay, but yeah, James Bond, No Time to Die. That's the movie for next week. Question, though, before we jump into that, where does Daniel Craig rank on your uh, James Bond characters? I mean, do we want to make that a hot take? I, we could save it for next week. We could save it for next week, we but I save am it interested to get your the t- movie.
2: All right, that will yeah. be the. Hot I'm interested for to get next your take because I,
3: I think that's going to be fun to see where he ranks among all the James Bonds.
0: I'm not sure. Oh
3: man. That's there's tough. a lot. There's a lot of James. I know, Bonds. I know. And I think that's this is gonna be a really intriguing conversation with him now kind of stepping aside and them potentially looking at that. I've heard rumors of looking at a person of color to step into the James Bond role now moving forward. I'm interested for
2: what we have first of all, and the history and of James Bond. they they brought up Idris Elba and I I would love to see him. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> sign, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. That'd be Absolutely.
0: great. You know, he is this Daniel Craig is the second longest tenured James mm-hmm. Bond. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I like this.
2: Is it Priest Preston? No, no, it's you, not. You want to say it? You want to say it in the Sean Corey, Sean yep, Corey. There it is, yeah, <laughs> buddy. And but, which <laughs> teaser that's my number one. Oh, oh, hit the spoiler alert button. no. no, oh, no, no, no. we were asking time out. We're asking where where, um, Daniel Craig ranks, not just who's your favorite Bond. I mean, he's my number one, too.
3: Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. I I have a different number one, so how's that for a spoiler? Boom. It's actually a teaser, not a spoiler at all. He's
0: going to say Pierce Brosnan because he played a lot of Goldeneye growing up.
2: Yep, I
0: loved
2: that video game, by the way. Which I'm I'm a little pissed because I brought this up when we were doing a video game debate about how great Goldeneye was, and it just got pooped on in the voting section. Um, by the way, who won the the poll last week? It doesn't
0: really matter. We do this for fun. This is just a yeah. fun exercise. Yeah, But, but of, who uh, who won last week? Everyone loves the McGriddle, but not as much <laughs> as, as, the <laughs> as the McMuffin. There it is. It wasn't a blowout,
2: though. It I was, believed in you guys. I knew you could do it. <laughs> it was closer.
0: It was closer than uh, I than thought. Some was, have than been. I thought it was going to be. Yeah.
2: Let's go to the hot take. I take call me a homer call me, call a me maybe boy call me whatever you want I know it's early in the season and so we're doing this under the assumption that everybody plays the rest of the season out Dak Prescott is your MVP This dude's stats through 4 games with the amount of rushing that they've had, and you have to take that into account because that takes some some touchdowns away from him having to chuck it up. But even with him not having to do that, this is the average for him so far. 1,066 yards, 10 touchdowns, only two picks, and a passer rating of 116.9. In this last game, it was 130. In the game before that, it was 143. He looks fantastic. He looks fantastic. Dak Prescott for MVP.
1: He looks fantastic, but he's still not... He doesn't have the best numbers this year so far.
2: I'm talking about as a whole. And that's how you, you choose your MVP as your most valuable player. There's going to be plenty of people to put up more yards... There aren't going to be people that are winning the games like he's doing. Mm,
1: not like Kyler Murray? <laughs>
0: Speak on it. What is, what's Kyler, what's <laughs> Kyler going on?
1: <laughs> Hold on. This one I think is from last week.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you you want throw well, no, in Well, no, he's there?
1: still up there. He's still...
2: He's still up there. I in, didn't say like that the, there's not other people going to be in the conversation. I'm saying the MVP is Dak so Prescott.
1: Why won't it give me the most updated?
2: Yeah, but I mean, look, while she's trying to find stats to to come up with why she doesn't like Dak Prescott. I like Dak
1: Prescott. I gave you a compliment earlier.
2: Well, look, the game that they just played, Ryan, you made my point for me earlier. The number one defense. Four touchdowns, no picks. It was the number one defense, I will tell you, and Vegas
3: obviously has a little insight into a lot of these things. The betting favorite right now for NFL MVP, is Kyler Murray not Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott technically has the fourth best odds on the board to win NFL MVP. So Vegas does not tend to agree with you. I will say what Kyler is doing with the Cardinals being the only undefeated team left in the National Football League at 4-0. They are the fifth team in NFL history to post 30-plus points and 400-plus yards of offense in each of their first four games. Kyler Murray has opened up this offense to something we have not seen through four games in NFL history. So I'm just saying right now, if you're handing out the NFL MVP, I think you go Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, then Dak Prescott, that's your one through three get, right now get out of here, four here games. with
2: Aaron Rodgers.
1: I would put Matthew Stafford on That first on
2: there. game, dude. Washed up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, weren't you on record as saying that Aaron Rodgers is watched? I'm on record for apologizing
3: for saying that he was washed up. That <laughs> he, did, definitely he did. He Uh um, I will say this year and what, let's see. This year, Kyler Murray has, I got to pull up the stats. That wasn't accurate. Give me a sec. Pause. <laughs> Well, I'm happy to you weigh in are... on this because go ahead, go ahead.
0: Someone with the same number of touchdowns through four games, the same number of interceptions through four games, one thousand three hundred and fifty-six yards, which is considerably more than the one thousand sixty six.
2: Doesn't have a running back tandem.
0: Does not matter. It does not matter. And the owner of the narrative that you are too old to play quarterback at this age, the reigning. Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady. Wow. Now, rating MVP. Does not matter. That was Aaron Rodgers, and he shouldn't have won wow. it anyway. Patrick Mahomes had a great year. <laughs> 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 Tom Brady, who I may have a financial uh, little bet on, a little taster on Tom Brady to win MVP at plus 1,000. The narrative, as we know in most MVP races, is what matters. The narrative, the story of the man being... Too old, washed. It's gonna fall off the cliff at some point. What's their record? Doesn't matter.
2: They're three and one. Mm-hmm. They're three and one. Okay. So same same record. No, no, no. You you talk about that, and I, I bring this up because I want to address something before we get too far away from Cardinals talk. Because I'm gonna go ahead and poke holes in all these. i I I don't mind the debate part of this. This is the hot take. This is why we're here, people. Um, the conveniently forgotten fact of the matter is the cardinals through four games the rams was supposed to be their first test they played the vikings the jaguars and the titans
3: bunch of great teams vikings are <laughs> vikings have a good defense by the way they held the cleveland browns to just 14 points well that's, they, the only they, that's a good defense
2: they well they scored 33 in that game against the cardinals and almost beat the cardinals right but they didn't they did not no they I understand no moral victories I get it but yeah the, the Jaguars haven't won a game.
1: If, uh, so just throwing that out there. I would play <laughs> yeah. Kyle Murray, Matthew Stafford, and then Dak for lineup for MVP. You wouldn't okay. even but put Matthew Tom Brady Stafford in just, there.
2: It, Matthew
3: Stafford
0: just got. Mm-hmm. He just laid an egg yeah. for the most part this week.
1: Okay. So? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not something the MVP does. Do we, we want to talk does. about the
1: eggs that, the, uh, that y'all have been laying? Y'all still lost games that you're claiming for the Who? MVP? Who? Dak no, lost the no, first no, 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 no.
2: Time out. It, did the team lose? Yes. Why were they in that game? Yeah. Dak Prescott. I mean, just to not
0: that I want to hype up your pick by any stretch of the imagination. It's not on Dak ever when they've lost Dak in like the last seven not so far
2: this year. Let's no, say that.
0: But even even last year, like in the last seven Cowboys losses, Dak threw for like Four touchdowns, like an average of four touchdowns and four hundred yards. Like that's yeah, that, not
2: that's not on the quarterback. At that that one game that we've lost, I love saying that. That makes me feel so good. Um, he threw for three touchdowns, four hundred yards. That's MVP. That's that's that level of performance. Again,
1: I don't know if I can find like the ultimate updated thing because <laughs> if you just
0: look up Kyler Murray's stats today, it should it, yeah, should, it pop should pop up. Pop well, up.
1: I'm trying to look at a variety like what. Where like now I'm finding Tom Brady is one, Kyler Murray two, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes that sounds and Derek Carr. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> keep going down
2: that path. I like that. Yeah, That's yeah, nice. Yeah. So all right. Your your pick is, is still Brady. It's still the goat.
0: I think that the storyline, no matter no matter what the stats end up being at the end of the season, and Tom Brady's on a crazy pace, and so is Dak. They're going to be. Dak's
2: coming back from a huge injury. That is a story that is a story that, 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 well. that
3: will be. That will play into it, by the way, the fact that Dak is coming back off that injury. No question. And if they continue to win games. But right now, through four games, Kyler Murray, number one in the NFL in completion percentage and completions of 25 plus yards, number two in the NFL in passing yards behind Tom Brady, number two in total touchdowns. Just four have a better passer rating than his 115.0 right now one and of them from deck. the pocket from the <laughs> pocket deck. probably up there ahead of him uh, from the pocket this year 113 pass attempts for Kyler Murray six off target throws that's the best rate in the NFL at 5.4% he has been your MVP through four games so far
2: alright we're going to put four people up on this poll Stafford, Murray Prescott, Brady y'all I mean, do your thing here
1: technically mine was Kyler Sorry. I know,
2: but you also kept mentioning Stafford, and we need a fourth. <laughs> so that's what it's going to be. All right, make sure you guys go vote. Thank you again for hanging out here with us here on the quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris for Ryan, Josh, and Haley. We love you guys. Thank you all for listening. Right, chair review, do it all. can't believe you didn't like that movie. Yeah,
0: I just did. I, I was checking out <sighs> the whole time.
3: Did you Damn. know there has been a scientific study on the best-looking James Bond <laughs> of all time? Now, this is according to our friends. It starts at 60.com, so take yes. it for what it's worth. But according to this scientific study, the best-looking James Bond of all time, Sean Connery. Of course it is. They're not wrong.
0: Hey, real quick before we sign off. Has anyone watched Shang-Chi yet?
1: Mother!